Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on Boss Rush Games. This is episode 110. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Derrigan. Alongside me, as always, is the wise Wisconsinite, Mr. Jesse Douglas. How's it going, everyone? Throwing up the X. Jesse, I don't see Master Chief on that poster behind you. I see uh, a bunch of fat guys in overalls and... uh, there's a whole bunch of things over a there. Dinosaur. You can kind of see a um, a <laughs> cuphead figure there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, also joining <laughs> us is the Colonel himself, Colonel Panic Joe Wilson. Hiya. And hey, for in like seven weeks, we're gonna have to do like a Halo episode. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I just maybe I just realized. No, we're gonna do that <laughs> for episode 117. Episode 117, we're going to do a Halo episode. You realize that would have lined up almost perfectly with the launch of Series X and Halo Infinite? Yes, it would have, but guess what? It is not now, so... Yeah, that's when they wanted to release it, Yeah, jerks. Well, I mean, (laughs) a lot of people were speculating that it was supposed... That the Xbox was going to launch that Saturday on 117. Yeah. Hi, well, that's me. Yeah, or or what if they now? What if they just do it on uh, on uh, January seventeenth? Well, yeah. <laughs> it won't be ready. That's, that's not enough. <laughs> also joining us is the lore archivist himself from Tower Casuals, Mister Josh Finney. Hey, what's up, guys? I promise eBay is not open this week. That's not true. <laughs> It is true. It is absolutely true. My Twitter is opening. It's open, and so is the moving company that I'm using. That's it. That's fair. You know, they just built trying to get my instant quote, and they won't to, give it to me. To be fair, my my thing is open on uh, purexbox.com, where it says this is when you can pre-order the Xbox, and here's where you can pre-order it. And I now That's have tabs time. saved on my phone in I'm five different places. I'm so insanely places. nervous about this. I don't yeah. even know why I'm panicking, but I'm panicking inside a little bit. Like I'm just the kernel like, is influencing me. I I, I think about it pretty much like four or five times a day. Colonel yeah. Panic has me panicking right now. We were we were guys... on our way to the zoo today, and I was like, I was like, and I was talking to my wife. I'm like, I'm like, Sana, we need to talk about this. We I need to have you on the <laughs> phone while at while I'm at work. She's like, is this about that damn Xbox? I'm like, yeah, sure is. She's like, we'll talk about it tomorrow. I'm like, I'm like. <laughs> There's no way yeah, we can see, put in a, a my plan. My significant other is going to be asleep because she works nights. Mm-hmm. So I am in this by myself. So this morning, so there's, this is kind of a side tangent, but not really. It's a, I feel like it's an omen or a precursor. Uh, so Target has three exclusive Mega Constructs Halo sets that they're like coming out with, right? There's an energy oh, sword. Oh, God. Yeah. I got the energy sword. Yes. There is a uh, a miniature model of like part of a Halo ring, uh-huh. and then there's a Master Chief helmet. And I have the two. I have the sword and the little miniature. But the ha- the helmet has been out. They, I would say very confidently, it's never been in stock. <laughs> this morning, like I'm looking at my phone, and I get an alert, and it says, "Hey, this item that you're watching is back in stock." 
So I'm like, oh shit. So I start to check it out, but then I realize that we have a Target red card, but it's under my wife's name. So I immediately text her. I'm like, order this right now. It's going to sell out. And like, as I text her and she's sending it, she's like, and she put it in her cart. And she's like, it's out of stock, out of stock when I got the checkout. And I'm like, and I like, I frantically try to like order it. Like, cause I didn't want to pay for shipping. If you have a red card, you don't have to pay for shipping mm-hmm. plus you get yeah. 5% off or whatever. I really didn't want to pay for the shipping. That's the real problem. And Fuck me, and next time I'm just going to pay for shipping. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I ran into that a few weeks ago. Um, I was trying to get something. They now sell things at Target from Galaxy's Edge uh, from uh, Disneyland, and they put up a Black Series figure that I really wanted. And I tried four different times in the middle of the night to get this goddamn action figure, and it didn't. It, it just it kept going away every time I was going to check out. So I was like, "All right, that's it. I'm making a Target account. I'm putting my card in, so I just have to hit one click order." I smashed that button so fast that I didn't realize I set it for in-store pickup and it defaulted <laughs> to the one in my town, which is like 20 minutes away and not the good target either. It's like, oh my God, okay, <laughs> fine. It's supposed to come in in like a week. It'll be delivered to store. That's fine. I'm out of town and they message for three days and they message me, your item arrived early. You have to pick it up by this date or uh, your order will be canceled. Like, it is the day I'm coming back in town. I got there 30 minutes before close. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, I can't do Target. I can't do Target for these consoles. I just can't do it. I know. I'm uh, like, yeah, I'm, I was. I'm about I want to go to Best to Buy, like, but I don't Best know. Best Buy, how it baby. Works. Best Buy. Let's go. Do you know how? Do you know how that works? So, because I haven't like pre-ordered anything from so, there in like so long. I know. All right. So I did one of my Xbox Ones. I did my One S and my Switch all th- and my uh, Zelda Master Edition all through there. Okay. What you do is. And we've we've got conflicting info on this because Laurent says he wasn't able to do this. But the last time, uh, every time I've ordered a console, I've been able to order it for in-store pickup. I usually do a midnight opening, but I know they're not doing midnight openings with COVID. But you should be able just to go in and pick it up in the morning at open. Okay. Or you can set it to be delivered to your house. I'm doing in-store pickup because I plan on wielding the powers of the darkness by 3 p.m. Central Time that day. Yes. Yes. Uh, By the way, Hypecaster himself, Mr. Antonio Guillen, is in the chat, and he says, if I don't get an Xbox Series X, I'm going to die. Yeah, I, I genuinely... I'm trying to get... For, for anybody listening to who doesn't know, my plate is twofold. I need to get an X and an S ordered. So I'm going to be on the phone trying to order the X through Best Buy, and I'm going to be in line at GameStop with my best friend, trying to order S's for our wives and girlfriends, respectively. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'm just driving me nuts. I mean, I'm, just, I'm so terrified. I I'm think it's only happy there's no special editions of games that I need right now. There's no Halo coming out, so I don't have to worry about that. On top of this, I mean, that, yeah. I, I mean, that I just, will be a sleepless night for another month. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe I'm, really soon. Thanks to Best Buy. So if if look, if anybody is 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 watching or listening to this, this is basically all we're talking about tonight. Is is basically how panicked we are to get this Xbox Series X and like. The PS4, the PS5 situation, and how we hope that the Xbox situation does not turn out like this. It's it's already better. It is already is, better. Is it though? Because now people had yes. like three weeks to set bots up to get them all. I, I feel like, but like, so first off, there's the whole uh, all access thing. A bot can't do that. So mm-hmm. like, you're gonna have to put in very sensitive information. I'm sure it's gonna have to do a couple of other things. So that alone, I feel like. It levels a lot of that off. 
Um, you're right about bots uh, for certain things, but I feel like just knowing that there's a time and that there's going to be people that like people that are actually sitting in front of a keyboard, they're going to be like trying to get this stuff is better than randomly Walmart at like an hour after the actual event saying it's going to be the next day. Like it, it's, it's not lulling me into a sense of security. At least I know to put all my resources into a time. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. And uh, I'm looking for it right now, but Jeff Keeley had something from Microsoft that he posted the other day um, that insinuated that Microsoft basically was telling retailers that if you break the embargo time for pre-orders, we're, we're going to take away uh, a good chunk of your stock and give it to someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, let me see if I can find it. It's from like a day or two ago, but I want to see exactly what he says. So I'm not misquoting him. Um, so, so did hilarious. we get a time? Did we get a time as to when it was going to go live? 10 a.m. Central. Okay. Yeah, it's. Uh, I have it up here. United States uh, is 8 a.m. Pacific time through Microsoft Store, Amazon, Best Buy, GameStop, Walmart, Target, Sam's Club, and Newegg, uh, and Costco. Oh, really? It doesn't. It doesn't say Costco on this list, but Costco is having them at 8 a.m. I asked because that's my ultimate fail safe. Is okay. to use my dad's Costco. Well, card. look, I'm, I, just, I have a Costco. I might actually do that. <laughs> my, I just, I just texted my mom. I said, if you can be at at Sam's Club when they open, it'd be great. <laughs> Uh, Okay, so Jeff Keighley goes, uh, I've heard Xbox will be penalizing retailers by lowering applications if they break embargoes, so please God, let these hold. (sighs) I've never, Uh, like, this is the first time, this is the first time I've ever gotten a non-Nintendo system at launch, by the way. Really? Yeah, I've never had an Xbox at launch, I've never had a PlayStation at launch. I've, I've never had a Sega at launch. I got my Dreamcast the day it went to $99 and I got Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2, Blue Stinger, and uh, something else with it. Checker on radio? No, it was uh, NFL 2K2. Oh. And NBA 2K2. Oh. Oh, man. I remember they GameStop had a promotion one time that if you traded in, I think it was, I forget what console it was, but you had to trade in that and like, I think it was like five or seven games, right? And then you got like the, whatever the the next console coming out was for like a hundred bucks or maybe it was 200, I, don't, I forget. But I remember going through there and I only had like a couple games that I had to trade in. And I remember going through and buying like every one ninety nine sports game, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like buying like here's seven, and it was like fourteen dollars worth of games. <laughs> and then like the next time that that happened, they they had a stipulation that it could not be like these sports titles. And yeah, I was like, any sports title like over me. like six yeah. years old or six months old or something. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, it's. Thinking, a, I mean, it's. A, it also works. says like no titles wh- whose trade in value are less than ninety nine cents or something. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> which is most of their titles anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could trade in Gears Tactics the next day. We'll give you a dollar fifteen for it. If I had a copy of Halo <laughs> Infinite right now, they wouldn't give me ninety nine cents for it. Like, oh, yeah, you get a thirty dollar guarantee. I know. Uh, by the way, by the way, I am so excited for Gears Tactics. I am so yeah, I know. excited for Gears Tactics. Even though I've played like the first like five hours on PC, yes, I know, but I'm playing on my. 60-inch TV in there at 4K, 60 frames a second. Ray Tracing, Jack, is on my team with Thrashball Cole. Oh, 
if I don't, I, I really think like while we're talking about Gears Tactics, so just as an aside, the watch trailer this week for that, I was really excited for because they were like, yeah, if you pre-order the game, you get these bonuses, but if you get it on Game Pass, you get them given to you automatically. Yeah, I really hope that they do more things like that because I mean, yeah, if you're playing on Game Pass, they've been doing okay, it. Well, they will. I, I've never seen that. That's that's all I'm saying. They did I've it with Gears Five it. with like the Terminator uh-huh. pre-order pack and like the yeah, you got uh, extra like in-game currency like gear bucks or whatever i don't know what they're called there's there's really no downside to them doing stuff like that Cog because if coins. you cancel your membership they get it back yeah like yeah cog coins i uh i i haven't i just haven't played a game where they've done that so uh that's pretty cool i i didn't hear about it with gears maybe people just didn't care about the terminator i mean but, did oh, anybody really care about did. the terminator no the, yeah, the last I mean, time anybody was Concerned about the Terminator it wasn't when he showed up in Mortal Kombat. And it was actually Arnold, his yeah, face, well not that, his voice. Yeah, and that and that's the thing is it really just depends on, like you know, sometimes they just have some weird tie-in stuff that's just kind of like people just kind of overlook it. But yeah, like that's the thing is like you know like games like Gears Tactics and and you know I'm hoping very shortly after launch we'll get Flight Simulator. And stuff because like the you know like I don't I think they're gonna hate I don't you every have a PC. Months. Huh? I I think I think Flight Simulator is gonna come like soon after yeah. launch. Uh, well, my personal the, conspiracy is that they've got some announcements still lined up because we don't know the exact launch lineup yet. Yeah, um, I think Xbox I, I have a feeling. Oh, I, I, yeah, I see. I had, I had a feeling that we might get get we might get something Monday dropped before launch you know before they start the pre-orders i mean yeah but um but also like yeah because i i kind of was thinking though that it would have been this weekend but well here's the here's the confirmed launch titles for november 10th uh assassin's creed valhalla smart delivery uh destiny 2 beyond light devil may cry 5 special edition uh, Dirt 5, Fortnite, Forza Horizon 4, Gears 5, Gears Tactics, Just Dance 2021, Marvel's Avengers, Observer, uh, Tetris Effect Connected, The Falconeer, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, potential launch day titles are Borderlands 3, Black Ops Cold War, Call of the Sea, Control, Crossfire X, Dead by Daylight, FIFA, Madden, NBA 2K, Ori in the Will of the Wisps, uh, Orphan of the Machine, Outriders, which Am I the only person that's kind of excited for Outriders? No, I'm, I'm stoked for more Outriders, but there's yeah. no way that game's not a Q1 2021 game right now. Yeah. Uh, Overcooked, uh, All You Can Eat Edition, uh, Paradise Lost, Planet Coaster, Console Edition, which I'm stoked for. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, poker, <laughs> poker Club. Here's the thing. Planet Coaster, like... I'm planning, on, so I'm planning on buying one game at launch, right? And it was going to be Assassin's Creed Valhalla. If if Planet Coaster is within the launch window of the Xbox Series X, I will gladly wait on Assassin's Creed Valhalla for Planet Coaster. Let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> sea of Thieves, The Ascent, The Medium, Rainbow Six Siege, and uh, WRC 9 are the potential launch day titles. So yeah. the only two that are missing out of there that I and I, I voiced this opinion a couple of weeks ago on our uh, Series S price reactions. I firmly believe that Flight Sim and or Age of Empires is also going to be a launch day title. Um, 
just because, I mean, what does that cost you? That That's a PC game that you're just dropping, so is Gears Tactics. You might as yeah. well just, like, why not have Flight Sim there to show people why you need to buy the most powerful console? Mm-hmm. That's that. That is a perfect Game Pass game, I think, because I don't think a lot of console gamers want to drop sixty bucks on that, but they'll gladly pay it and play it in Game Pass so they can fly over their house and fly to Disneyland. Especially <laughs> if they can show that it it can play on the the Series X without any issues. That's a big deal because right now there's a lot of powerful PCs that are having a hard time running that well, game. Well, and so that that's my biggest so. thing is like I'm glad you brought up the the power because. Everything that they've released the last couple of weeks has been Series S, Series S, Series S, which on one hand is really good. Don't get me wrong. We You need to stoke those fears because I think a lot of people, especially when the specs are released, are like, oh, God, the RAM is going to hold the system back. And every demo that we've seen since then has been running in real time on Series S. Like the, mm-hmm. the quick resume, uh, the quick load times, uh, the Dirt 5 demo that came out the other day, like all that's running on Series S cool, we're getting all the backwards compatibility deals. Like, Jason Ronald is out there making all the rounds, talking about that to everyone. Mm-hmm. you got to show stuff on Series X, though. You are seven weeks from launch, and you have yet to show us anything running on Series X. Mm-hmm. Outside of the medium. That's the only thing we've gotten. Get, mm-hmm. Show me Gears Tactics. Show me Forza Horizon 4 or something. Show me something at least. But do show a me- side-by-side work. You're showing it on Xbox One X versus Series X. Show me that comparison. Show me the load show times, me too. Mm-hmm. Show me those load they, times. They yeah. did the load time comparison in. They did it for uh, Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. They, they compared the Series S to the One S. Series S loaded that game in nine seconds. It took a full minute on the One S, which can confirm it takes a long time to load on that console. Yeah. But I mean, so th- th- things like that. I mean, we don't need to see that for every game, but I think like that showing the quicker zoom mm-hmm. between four or five titles as quickly as it was. Those are all big to me. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you're loading between some pretty big single player games like Forza and um, Forza, you got you had Skate thrown in there, you had Black thrown in there, so it showed up between all the generations. Also, uh, Fallen Order was on there too, I believe, and Minecraft Dungeons. And those are all cool things, but you really got to start showing the power of this console if you're going to run around pumping your chest that you have the most powerful console ever in a living room because the Halo Infinite demo begs to differ. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like it's running I. PC. I'm one of the few, but I absolutely loved uh, Far Cry 5. And, like, I I would like to see Far Cry 5 for sure. I thought we heard something about them bringing some of those games forward and making better versions of them for Xbox and stuff. But... That like that game is one of them that I can think of off the top of my head, and like Red Dead that take like what feels like a half an hour to load. Yeah. And so if I want to see those games like that, that that are n- notoriously take like mm-hmm. five or ten minutes to load, and see how fast those yeah. games will boot up, you know, like I want to like, see. Yeah. I want to see that, that kind of stuff. You know, like, show us what exactly, like, the longest game that takes a load. Just show us how quick it, that something like that will load the, up. The three big ones to me that they need to show, and fairly quickly, are they need to show how fast Sea of Thieves can load, because that game can take mm-hmm. an eternity to boot up into a game. Yeah. Forza yep. Horizon 4, if you access DLC, you I literally have enough time to go make a sandwich and go to the bathroom and come back, and it's still not loaded <laughs> up into Fortune Island or into Lego. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and come on, let's be all be honest. Destiny two. Show us how long it takes to boot the game up to character select, and then how long it takes me to fly to the tower. I know. Gosh, yeah. I'm so like I I booted yeah, that- up Destiny today while my kid was napping, and I'm like. Oh my gosh, she's gonna wake up before this thing even loads me in. It's so bad. It, you know it's, what? it's become nigh unbearable. So just I, give it to me, guys. I think they're probably not showing much of that because if they say if they show you a good like a best case scenario of this game loading this quickly, that's gonna be different if you're playing off a disc. That's true. So they that's would true. have to really specify being like, hey, this is when the game's loaded on the SSD. And it's loaded. Oh, yep, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying now. Why they've been showing those things on the uh, one on the Series S then? Because that's all digital. Yeah, yeah. It's there's no there's no performance discrepancies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone okay. can't, can't that makes sense. Can't claim you're just yeah. running it off of a disc. Correct. But, uh, gameplay you know. guys, gameplay, please, for the love of God. Yeah. Just... Show show me those upres games. Show me show yeah. me the comparisons there. <laughs> Show me, show me, uh, show me black running at like 120 frames a second yeah. in 4K. So that, this is remastered. One of the things I was really happy about the Jason Rowland interview that came out this week was, was he was specifying that the resolution will be doubled on original Xbox games and on 360 games. So 360 games that were at 720p will now run at 1440 uh, max res. Jeez. Uh, the ones running at 480 will run at max uh, 900p, I believe, uh, or maybe go up to 1080. I don't remember what he said. Uh, he said that one's a little bit different, but that the frame rates will also be up for these games unless they were at a locked frame rate on the original consoles. Okay. So he's like, basically, if something was locked to 300 frames, 900p, that it can't be upgraded. But he's like, there is power in there to upscale these games automatically. The devs don't have to do anything for it. Okay. Uh, and the Dirt 5 devs were saying the same thing, too. They did an interview, uh, I think it released earlier today, actually, where they were saying for the development kits, they just develop for the Series X, and then there's a scaled-down mode in there. There's a Series S mode, the Lockhart mode, as they was being yeah. called. They said all that happens there is it takes out some of the textures, some of the extra weather effects. In their case, it takes out some of the fans in the stands. Not all of them, but it cuts them by like a third or something. And they're like, really, unless you're eagle-eyed, you're not going to be able to tell the difference. Yeah. So it's like, all right, like, cool. I, want, I still want to see how these games run side by side, but I really yeah. like, that's reassuring to me, at least for a launch title. This may be very well be an issue three, three and a half years down the line, but right now, there's nothing wrong with that. My whole thing mm-hmm. is like, my whole thing is like, I really, at some point, I would like to have both consoles. One in my, I would like an S in my office and an X on my TV out in the living room. You know, just, I mean, if we're going to start streaming stuff and recording gameplay stuff, and Jesse, I know we want to get back to the Game Pass thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, and, you know, Joe, we've talked about doing video stuff for, like, parents and stuff and, and mm-hmm. trying to do that video series or whatever. Like, I would like to have one. I, I don't want to move a 10-pound box every time I want to record something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's uh, mm-hmm. a, it's a, it's a beefy, that's a, that's a beefy brick. This way for right now, like I, I told you all, like I'm buying both boxes. Uh, the S will go in the bedroom uh, for Chelsea to play on her days off, and the X will live out in the living room until I buy another TV for the office and I move the X into there and the S out there. So we can just have streaming out on the TV and whatnot, and our bedroom can finally be video game free for the first time ever. 
My, that is my ultimate goal in the next 12 months is to get all consoles out of the bedroom. No Switch docks, no Xboxes, nothing. Just an Apple TV, and I get to move on with my life. So <laughs> the only thing that – I'm actually going to look into this right now. So we have two Apple TVs in our house. Mm-hmm. I, have oh. a place, I have a PlayStation 4, and I have a uh, obviously an Xbox here at my computer. Now, the Apple TV, there is now an Apple TV app on mm-hmm. the Xbox. There's is an there Apple, really? There's an Apple TV app on my Samsung TV also. And if, if I'm not mistaken, it imports your catalog as well as that yes, it does. other content. It does. So I don't know if I need my Apple TVs anymore. You don't. So I could in, theoretically sell both my Apple TVs, and there is already $300. Yeah. Which, yeah. Okay. This is this is legit a game changer for me. I own 400 movies through iTunes. Yeah, I own a lot too. I like I would pretty much. I still own a lot of physical movies. Like if I, but if I buy a code, it immediately gets put in, and that's usually what we watch. I'm just paranoid about uh, media being delisted. Mm-hmm. So every single movie we watch is on there, and I'm so tired of having to go through because the Voodoo app, the Voodoo app sucks. Yeah, Prime Video app sucks. The Microsoft Movies and TVs app. Say it with me. It sucks. Sucks. <laughs> but yeah. let me tell you something. The Apple TV interface is so fucking clean. Like, that's half right. the reason I still use it all the time, I think. is it, There's one thing to be said. Apple's UIs are very slick and very sleek. And they remind me a lot, in a way, of the Xbox UI. Like, how it looks when you go into your into your game collections or into your pins, your apps, etc. It reminds me very much of what an Apple interface would look like. But if you're telling me that that's actually an app on Xbox, this is a game changer. Like, mm-hmm. I will legit sell my second Apple TV and move my 4K one into the bedroom. Well, it's yeah. it's also if you have a smart TV, they also have a smart TV app too. I don't like TVs on smart apps or smart apps on smart TVs, not TVs well, on apps. I, I don't care so, the built-in ones. So, like, um, I use Movies Anywhere, mm-hmm. the Movies Anywhere to. app. Yeah, and that you can that that's been on Xbox for a long time, mm-hmm. um, and you so or you can use that I believe on Xbox, um, and yeah, and because that I love I love that just because like then it gets grabs all the movies that I buy from either the Xbox Store or Vudu or you know or if you buy from Apple TV or mm-hmm. whatever and it pulls it all into the one one app which which is gro- good most of the time there has been a lot of movies or things that I bought that don't come over to it because they just don't have the rights the uh rights or aren't selling that particular thing mm-hmm. like you know like obviously like I, uh, there's a lot of TV shows that I bought or whatever have through like Xbox that it doesn't it can't pull into them into mm-hmm. it but yeah I like my hope is too that like moving forward that they do actually bring the you know like some kind of app to be able to watch your your um your content that you buy from your Xbox on the the android phones and stuff because they still don't have like the movies movies and tv app or anything for android that you can like look at your xbox uh you know bought stuff from the store 
which I, I kind of hope with this new, with the, this kind of deals that they've been doing with them, that that will change. Because yeah, I I bought the whole entire season think, series of the Fringe through through Xbox because it was like on sale for like twenty bucks. It's like normally a hundred and thirty or something, and uh, and that was such a good deal. And I it's one of my favorite shows of all time, so I just bought it through that because it was such a steal. But the only downfall is, is I can't watch it on my phone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the big problems with that, like just. Like real quick is the rights for how TV shows are produced yeah. uh, are so scattered. Like something can air mm-hmm. on Fox, but be made by Sony or by NBC technically. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so because of that, like they have different agreements with all these stores, like, Oh, that's yeah. why they can't tap in this. They can't do a service like movies anywhere. And that's where ultraviolet was really helpful. I bought it one place yeah. and I could watch it anywhere. Well, yeah. I'd rather movies anywhere now because well, I can bring my Apple TV library over. To buy other yeah. devices, but yeah, that that's why we can't do it, and it, it is yeah. really annoying. I have a whole lot of complete series on Apple I'd like to import. Yeah, that that's just like you, you know, there's a lot of TV shows and stuff that you can watch through, you know, like Netflix and other mm-hmm. countries, but we don't have the rights to them here in yeah. in the U.S. You know, yeah. So, I don't know, man. I'm just. <laughs> I have like I have all these bookmarks in my phone saved. I have all these apps like still open and on the product page. It's just like it's driving <laughs> me nuts, man. I wish it was Tuesday already and I could just relax, but Yeah. Oh man. Forty eight <laughs> less than forty eight hours, guys. About thirty six hours and our nightmare will hopefully be over. Next Sunday we will all either be very happy or very sad or a, <laughs> a combination a of mixture. Both. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh I am gonna I'm like the thing too is is like I think depending on where a pre order, like I'm gonna keep some pre orders if my friends don't get them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That way like you know my friends can just send me the money and I'll just send them the box. Yeah. Hopefully. Well today today we went to Target and it, I'm not kidding you, this is the first time in the the whole beginning of this year practically that I've seen any Xboxes whatsoever for sale uh in the cases mm-hmm. like which makes me nervous around here is that like does that mean that a lot of people around here buy xboxes because there's been plenty of playstations mm-hmm. you know in, in the stores for people to buy it um but switches and xboxes are like gone like all the time here so yeah, yeah well I, it makes me nervous <laughs> we talked to i think we spoke about it last time, but like the uh, the uh, Xbox is like even if you look at the if you look online for the prices of an Xbox One X, it's like more expensive than it normally is. Yeah. yeah. So they, it, they've yeah. discontinued the yeah. S, and I believe they've now officially discontinued the S as a result of the announcement mm-hmm. of Series S. So the consoles were already few and far between. They basically just said, okay, well, you know. We have to shut down manufacturing now, so they went ahead and got ahead of the curve. Like, Sony's mm-hmm. still manufacturing PS4s, mm-hmm. but Microsoft was like, screw it, we're using a lot of the same components. We're just going to switch the assembly lines over and start making these earlier. That's so that's why, like, they're going to have a bit more stock, I think. And mm-hmm. frankly, yeah. I don't think there's as much of a demand to get an Xbox day one as there is for a PS5. I there's did, not mm-hmm. Spider-Man coming for it or Halo. See, so. when, I, when I did, I talked to, when I went to GameStop today, we went out. We went. I went to go pick up our food, and I stopped by the GameStop that's by where we went to get food. And uh, 
I stopped in. And I was like, I, I asked them what their procedure was going to be like, and they're like, well, we open at eleven. It's kind of first come, first serve. We don't know how many we're getting, but there has been a lot more people asking about PlayStation Five than Xbox in this store. And I'm like, okay, well, it gives me a little bit of hope. But my lunch still starts at eleven, and uh, so. yeah. But I mean, that gives me hope. I mean, I really, and they said they did expect to have more Xboxes on hand than they did PlayStation. They got mm-hmm. 10 physical PlayStation 5s and four digital at my GameStop. That's it. Now they're done until November, they said. They're not taking any more. I pre-orders. heard between 14 and 20 is what GameStops were getting. And for what? Xbox every, or PlayStation? For PlayStation. That the digital version was inherently the least supplied. Mm-hmm. Like for every console they were getting, it seemed like for every disc or for every four disc based, they were getting one digital. Mm-hmm. Is about what it was equaling in big cities like San Francisco and New York per yeah. GameStop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like the digital versions, they Walmart had a restock a couple nights ago. I think it was on Friday night. They had a restock, and the disc and digital versions both went up. There and at GameStop, the digital sold out within, I saw something like 15 seconds it sold out. The disc one stayed up for a minute and a half. Yeah. Um, I think digital is also, like, not that people necessarily want to go digital. Like, I, I had a discussion with Logan Corkins about this the other day, and he was saying that, well, you know, for people like us who, you know, we have a lot more money than, like, teenagers going out to buy a console or college-age students, like, we mm-hmm. buy our games, we don't mind keeping them forever and this and that. I said, well... I think a lot of people are appealing to the digital one because it's a hundred bucks cheaper. Let's be honest; like they yeah. want that console. I want. Well, I want it because it's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me though, for me though, like I, I personally think it's cheaper in the long run for me to get the disc one, just because I don't have anything from PS4, so I have zero. You know, I have zero catalog, so therefore. Actually, you'll ha- if it's you, cheaper for me. But if you do, if you do get the digital one, though, you get the PlayStation Five Instant, yeah. the PlayStation Four, PlayStation collection. Instant Collection, yeah. which is yeah. like all the best PlayStation yeah. Four games. Which is like, why did I even buy this? The Last of Us Two and Ghost of Tsushima. You get every, which will be on there at some point I eventually. I guarantee yeah, it. Uh, yeah, but, but I but uh, like if I want to get games for it, though, it's so much cheaper for me to just go and buy a uh, old. You know, like three, four, five year old game like disc. Actually, because they, they are doing backwards compatibility, you could just buy them uh, on the digital storefront from your computer. Well, and yeah. Auto- so it's to, the same yeah. thing. Like, just wait for the sale on them and buy them then. Sony's but really I, I mean, about the sales. Yeah, yeah, but I but I mean, like the thing is, is I wouldn't be beholden to uh, for them to put it on sale though. I can. Because, like, if you go on, like, a lot of those games, they still are, like, at $20, $30, like, some of the older stuff. Or, well, like, old, like, 360 games, I think, usually run, like, around 8 to to $12 um, to buy it on, you know, new on the store, or on digital on the store. But where I could, like, some of those games I can get for, like, 6 bucks or something, you know, used. Yeah. Um, you know, so like that, that's my thing. My thinking is just like, if I really wanted to get a, like get stuff like right away and, you know, save money on it, it's just going to be cheaper for me. Most times I feel like to get it used. 
Is it mm-hmm. is it true that you can you can't play PS4 games with a PS5 controller? Correct. Yes. That seems. What, wait. What? Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. You, you oh yeah. To, you if you don't have a PlayStation 4, you have to buy a controller if you want to play one of those games. That's mm-hmm. why they reissued what? like a whole bunch of di- the the limited colors. They reissued them in September because I I was like so. I do wonder if the ones that are part of the PS Plus collection, if they're going to still hold you to that, because I think that would be kind of shitty, frankly. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, because because they're advertising that as a PS5 feature. So. So I have a my plan was to get rid of both my PlayStation 4 Pro and my Xbox One X to buy one of like a second console, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever comes my way. Yeah. But now I have two. PlayStation 4 controllers. So if I want to continue to play any of the like the racing games or anything, when I trade one in, I'm going to have to buy another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I ha- like I I have to I want to trade my ass backwards. Ass I want to trade my like I want to trade my PlayStation 4 Pro in towards this thing, but I only have one controller. The black one that came with the console is dead. It's broken. Doesn't work. And I have one of those really cool orange and blue ones that like I don't want to get rid of. You have to buy one. I know. Buy a used controller and just slap it on there. I mean, I, that's yeah. what I'm probably going to have to do, right? But like, I'm just like. Those are how, but like, think about this though. We all know that this shit happens. Is like, you're going to go into GameStop and there's not going to be a single used PlayStation Four controller because either everyone's buying a PlayStation Five and they want one, or they're in the same boat we are. I can't trade one know in. How many people are going to? Not to cut you off. I wonder how many people are going to log in day one. Like, how many kids are going to log in at Christmas or something and go to play something on the PS Plus collection and realize they can't because they don't have a PS4 controller? A lot. Every single Yeah, person. see, that's what makes me think that they have to at least, least let you use the PS5 controller for those. Because They, they announced it. Because, the, because if, they, if they lock those behind having to have a PS4 controller, that's bullcrap. Yeah, you might as well not even give it to people then. But I, yeah, I, I, it's pretty bad. Is that is that only work with the PlayStation Five though? Is that collection of thing, or is that also going to be part of the PlayStation Four? From what yeah. I understand, that's a PS Five thing because it's meant to let people play the best hits of the generation. In their words, if they didn't have a console. Well, then where's the order eighteen eighty six? Listen, I like the order. Okay, I do too. I have a Galahad statue right here. Although I was really giddy when they showed that, uh, what's it called? Until Dawn is going to be on there. See that? <laughs> See that guy? See that guy? Solid six point five. Yeah, it's great. If they would have just totally ripped off Gears of War, they would have had a game. I agree. They got halfway there. They no. did get halfway there. The, like, it was when, very cinematic. I like cinematic games. When you so. actually got to the shooting parts, it felt really good to shoot stuff. But it was like, oh, let's shoot three guys and then have like forty-five quick time events. And that game completely and, tanked. Ready on and uh, dangling dongs, dangling werewolf dongs. Don't need. So that. I was think I was Congrats. thinking about oh, that the other story. day. Um, quick. So quick time. I I wonder if a lot of quick time things and games are just uh, loading screens, basically. Like loading the the next part of the of the map up while you're doing the quick time things. <laughs> I 
want this stranger <laughs> statue so because because like i i'll be like uh, i hate quick time and anything including the tomb raider games were amazing but the stupid quick time thing sometimes uh we're just like oh, i don't if you do hate this. quick time events do not play avengers then yeah dude i never i didn't plan <laughs> I haven't even seen any of the Avenger so movie. many. Yeah, I didn't, I'm, dude. I didn't I'm did. like, I like I the story of that game and everything. I I'm, love the story; it's great. I am struggling to play that game. Like, I am. I did a couple more Iron Man missions, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, is this gonna end? Like, how many streets am I gonna have to like fly down to to get to this hub? to call down my Hulkbuster armor to destroy, like, an arc reactor thing. I'm like, ugh. Well, so, so this is this is the thing. Like, I don't know that, you know, I haven't played it, so I can't, I can't really, you know, make a, um, an intelligent decision on this, whether it's true or not, but, like, would you, would you say in some ways that the, that game is kind of similar to, like, your, uh, um what was the the um the hyrule the the ones where you're just battling like hundreds of enemies Dynasty warriors yeah like those kind of games where it's just very very repetitive like over and over again i mean like you're achieving mm-hmm. something but it, i don't know it just it just seems to me like because i don't know with with destiny it feels different you know like like there's there's it's a little bit more fun than like a game like that where you just kind of feel like you're mashing buttons but like to me that's what that game almost feels like it kind of somewhat is with maybe a little bit more depth to it but and i just dynasty warrior type games are like the bane of my existence i i they're like some of the like the games that i just cannot ever play because it just does not do a thing for me like it's just too repetitive to the point of where i don't know i just i can't even with something like the you know like the hyrule one and like even taking things that i like putting it in it just can't does not interest me in that kind of stuff like i i don't know there's it's weird when it comes to certain um you know, repetitive type things. It's really got to be. There's, there's got to be something to it that that hooks me, or otherwise, it just will completely get lost. Like I just won't, won't even give it, you know, much time. Because, like, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I only played like fifteen. Well, well, it was probably a couple hours. I maybe played like three or four hours of the first Destiny, and that's all I've ever played of it. <laughs> and then, you know, like, because when, when it first started out, it was just like, you know, like we weren't quite used to that kind of stuff yet. Like, you know, like I wasn't at least. Like I wasn't used to that kind of stuff, and it just felt so empty and so, you know, like just not something that I thought I, I would ever get into because I didn't understand it at the time. Um, you know, but now I, you know, I love playing destiny and every once in a while jump in it by myself and just kind of can screw around doing absolutely nothing for hours, you know, but a game like that has got to have, it's got to have some kind of like something to it. But I, I felt like 
like the Avengers game just seemed like there was too much repetitiveness to it that I don't think I would really be able to stick with, you know? So, but I don't, I don't know. Is it, is it kind of like that? Is it feel more button mashy or is there enough, enough depth, depth to that game that it, that it kind of holds your attention more? Get it when it goes on sale. If you're that iffy on it, that's yeah. what I would say. Yeah, it's really. Think, I mean, I, like, the campaign is fine, but it's really fun when you play with friends. I just yeah. don't know how much staying power it'll have. Okay. Do you think that the Avengers game was originally not a game as a service? Um, it kind of feels that way. Man, the campaign it does. Feels that it way. really does. If you play the campaign, it definitely feels like it wasn't. Um. Mm-hmm. I think they realized probably about a year and a half ago, crap, we really need to add some more to this game. Um, I really like that all the DLC heroes are going to be free with their own mission chains for free. I I like all of that. Um, So, like, I'll probably wait another six months. Like, I'm going to give it maybe another week, week and a half. But the gear system sucks in this game. It's not even remotely fun. Um, I'm not hunting for anything in specific, buying anything from vendors. It's just pointless. Okay. Um, I'm personally just, I love seeing the interactions between the characters. So I'll wait till like after series X comes out. Cause it really still needs a performance boost. Even after like, a, yeah. I installed a 13 gig patch the other night and Ooh. it still is having issues. Um, I at least was able to finish the campaign <laughs> this time, but it's still hard crashed on me twice. Yeah. So, You're going to need two Xboxes if you play Call of Duty and the Avengers game just for patches. Yeah. Dude, I'm I'm so frustrated with with this game right now. Speaking of um, speaking of needing two Xboxes and stuff, like when are we going to find out the the memory unit thing prices? What do you guys think? 150 or 200 for it? I, I think it's going to probably be like 350. See, I was <laughs> I was going to say 130 for 1 terabyte. I'm going I'm going a hundred for one terabyte, man. But like that's the going rate for a regular SSD. Yeah, yeah. yeah but this is I, branded, so Xbox wants their cut, Seagate wants their cut. So it's gonna be more than hundred. As far as I know, you can still use external hard drives. You just can't run the games from them like yeah. you can the memory unit. You can, which run, is fine by me. I'd run, you can't run any next gen games on it. Yeah, you can still run your Xbox One games though, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, it I just don't like do the. It just won't do the fast loading yeah. stuff. That's oh, I don't care. Like, if I'm like, gonna play it that much, I'll transfer it to my internal yeah. drive. Well, yeah. like, what about like Destiny? So I mean, Destiny has smart delivery, so it'll be on next. It'll be on your yeah. console. Regardless. It'll be in Game Pass. Yeah. From what I know, yeah. my yeah. it comes to Game Pass. <laughs> let's say. My thing is, so, is like I I would really like to just have like a full hard drive just of my backwards compatible games like that's mm-hmm. all that's on one hard drive and then the yeah. other one will be like storing uh series x versions of games and then just i'll just have to switch them back and forth until i can get like yeah. one memory stick but like mm-hmm. games that are going to be on my console all the time like Destiny's just going to stay on my console yeah. you know like yeah, yeah. I don't well know. still dude i have a four i have a four terabyte hooked up to my one x right now and it's full Jesus Christ. it's full i and, have a two terabyte built full. in and i still have 600 gigs free well, i play a game and i delete it well my there the five ter- the five terabyte uh western digital black disc uh black drive is uh 128 dollars on amazon the five terabyte one 
I'm probably going to buy an external hard drive in the coming weeks just to pull off the games I know for sure I'll play again, mm-hmm. like Sea of Thieves mm-hmm. and Grand yeah. Theft Auto, Destiny, things like that, so I don't have to reinstall all of that on the mm-hmm. opening week. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. even with the unlimited internet, like, Corey, you and I were talking about this before everybody got in here, but my biggest fear is getting my console late on launch day and rushing to not only get the UI patch that is inevitably going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm having flashbacks to the Xbox One launch night when it took yes. me two hours to get into Battlefield 4. Yep. And <laughs> having to download the Beyond Light patch for Destiny because I won't be able to do that before I dump it onto the external since I'm selling my consoles a few days ahead of time to get the value on them. Mm-hmm. I'm just like this is like a this is a worst case nightmare scenario for me is to be trying to play a game as a service the day that a console launches the day that the new patch comes out there's going to be problems and I'm going to be waiting in a queue to play this stupid freaking game yeah I'm, Call of the Sea better be out so I have something to play while I'm waiting in line yeah probably like the probably like a couple days before I'm moving uh, Destiny and you know a couple other games over that I know I'm going to want to play day mm-hmm. one and then. After the console sets up, I'm going to be like, okay, download the patch for Destiny. Probably won't play the first night just because, like, I'm sure, what, it's a Tuesday, so I'll have, what? I don't know. I don't do shows on Tuesdays anymore. Sweet. Never mind. I'm playing games. <laughs> I'll be working. I mean, I'll, I'll hit, like, I have to produce the live show for, for Crossroads on Tuesday nights, but, like, I will be like, all right, guys, going to play some Xbox. I have a next gen console, and you guys are still sitting here talking about it. So, uh, see you later. <laughs> so, my game plan would be as soon as I actually have a pre order, I'm going to then take the day off work. But now mm-hmm. I'm starting to think that maybe I don't take that Tuesday off, but maybe I take that Wednesday off. Or that so Friday. This is what I did for Shadowkeep last year. I took a half a day on the day that it actually came out, and I regretted even doing that because I couldn't even get into the game until almost like four yeah. o'clock central because it, it's the most overloaded those servers have ever been. You consider that with Series X launching that same day, the Series X servers are going to be a nightmare for that game. They've essentially made that their de facto launch title. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I personally well, Gears Tactics, like, I feel like everybody's just sleeping on Gears Tactics. No, nobody's. Corey, we're not sleeping on Gears Tactics, but are you going to tell me Gears Tactics is going to get more people excited than Destiny with three free expansions? I'm, I'm just saying, Gears Tactics like, is there. If you want to hop in and play with the homies day one, <laughs> you're going to play Destiny. You're right. Or you're going to go play Sea of Thieves. Uh, no, I'm Sea of Thieves. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not playing, playing Sea of Thieves unless everybody's homies. On. I just want to play Gears Tactics, man, and Destiny at the same time. Listen, I really want to play Gears Tactics. I've been beating the drum of people are sleeping on this, but you give me a choice between that or Destiny. I'm going to Destiny, my man. Well, everybody wants to play Destiny and Gears Tactics that first week because Cyberpunk comes out, what, eight days later or something? Yeah. Yep, that's that's my plan. <laughs> Gears Tactics may be waiting until December at this rate. <laughs> does, this mean, does this mean Tower Casuals is going on hiatus on November 19th? <laughs> No, this means that I, I've already said this to people like John, that I plan on blowing through as much of Beyond Light as I possibly can, but I have a really bad feeling that the day that Cyberpunk comes out is the same day that Bungie is going to go, hey, by the way, here's the Deep Stone Crypt Raid, have fun. Yeah. And I'm going to be forced to make difficult decisions that week. <laughs> I mean, that would I, be smart to keep people in the game, right? 
I mean, I personally think that they're aiming to launch it uh, Black Friday is when they're going to put out the raid. I think they want to avoid Cyberpunk at any and all costs. I agree. Cyberpunk Friday. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not getting Cyberpunk. So like, are you I, really not getting Cyberpunk? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I. I mean, I don't. It like. It looks cool, but it's this like... has been my most. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. This yeah. has been my most anticipated game since it got shown at E3 two years ago. Like for me, it's like Breath of the Wild two and Halo Infinite are the only two that are even remotely in the same conversation. I mean, with it, the thing. The thing for Cyberpunk to me is like theoretically, like CD Projekt Red has produced what one amazing game in The Witcher. They, I mean, The Witcher one and two were good games, but they weren't like these critical, like, smash hits, right? Like, The Witcher 3 yeah, took the I Skyrim mean, like, formula and, like, made it a thousand times after better. After you produce a game of the generation contender, I think everybody's going to get excited for your next project, especially when they've been working on Cyberpunk for, like, six years. Yeah, it, I, but it's just, like, I know, I, I get that. But that's are... also the style of game that I really want. Like, that like that kind of noir world, uh, like, Blade. this is Blade Runner the video game. Yeah, This is what basically. I've always wanted, like, since I was 12 years old and saw Blade Runner for the first time, I've wanted a game like that. And like, I'm finally getting it. Like, it looks cool, but I'm just going to wait till it goes on sale, like, a couple dude, months dude, later. That's, that's fine. That's yeah. totally your prerogative. I just fully plan on, like, this and Destiny were going to consume me this fall. So, thank God Halo got delayed, because more tough choices yeah. were going to be made. And Destiny was not winning that fight. Yeah. <laughs> I I honestly equate like CD Projekt Red to a bungee. Like yeah. where like I would say the same thing about them. I, I think The Witcher 2 is pretty underrated. I think it flew under the radar. Uh, I, mean, I think I, it's a great game. I think it's I think it I thought it was good. Like I played it on on 360. I thought it was I thought it was a good game. I thought it was a fun game. Was it a 10? No. For no. me it wasn't a 10. It wasn't nearly as good as The Witcher 3 is. No, but you're also talking about a game that came out way later after a, a team has grown and had time to yeah. evolve. The same way that I would say that, like... That's true. Oh, uh, I don't know. If, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. Uh, but Uh-oh. I will, I will oh, say bungee, that, like, you mean, but... <laughs> that if you look at, like, the evolution of CD Projekt... Like, The the Witcher, I would say, is ha- it's a great game. I would say it's it should be in a lot of people's mm-hmm. top ten list if they're... The the only thing I guess about that is kind of like the the theme or of the of the game or like the tone or the um, the setting the environment. If you're not mm-hmm. into like the fantasy element, that absolutely is a turnoff for a lot of people. Well, to me, well, like, I, think, I don't like fantasy games, and The Witcher is like the one game yeah. that drew me in. No, I I think that's a testament to the world building, then Corey. I so agree. Like, I, I'm not. I'm going to play devil's advocate with you for a second. So you, you say that you're not into fantasy, but The Witcher really drew you in. You like you like it so much you got it on the Switch. I did. That's where I'm playing like, it. So I, I understand not being interested in Cyberpunk and it not being a day one title. That, that's totally cool. In 18 months, are you going to be eating those words and being like, yeah, this is an incredible game? I'm, I mean, like, I might I probably be. should have picked this up at launch. I'm, I might be. Right. I mean, so I'm not going to... All, all I'm saying that is, like, I'm not saying it as like an attack or anything. I'm saying like... I think that's a testament to CD Projekt Red's writing and uh, world development skills is that if they can take a genre you're not interested and make you interested, I I think that that's I think it's warranted for the hype and the praise because that happened with a lot of people that I saw like they were they're like uh, it's not like Skyrim I don't want to not saying you were but they're like, oh, it's not like Skyrim I only I played play an hour of Skyrim I hated it so 
Um, Skyrim is incredible. You shut your mouth. I didn't even get out of that first town. <laughs> Skyrim is I went the down some stairs. Up and play game I have ever played some, in my entire life. Some dragging. I like Elder Scrolls Online. Like that was the one that I got into the most. But then I I fell off of it hard because it was just I didn't have the kind of free time I needed for that. I, I was a I was a Morrowind and Oblivion kid. Like of course I was gonna like Skyrim. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I wrote I wrote on a cart for like 20 minutes, and I'm like, why does everybody love this game? I get off the cart i look around there's like this dragon burning all these buildings down and it's like run away was like the prompt at the bottom or something so i'm like running around trying to figure out where to go the dragon killed me twice because i had no idea where to go and then i went down some stairs and met some people in like this jail thing uh-huh. and i was like i popped out somewhere on the other side i'm like well this this was dumb then you get to do whatever you want to so Someone needs to go through and play the opening of Skyrim, but have you narrate it with that description? Because it is exact. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly what happened. Yeah. That's um, like the most blase way to Joe, describe it. Joe, that's a new like, Skyrim. I've played through the opening of Skyrim at least five times on each different version and probably every <laughs> console that's existed. So like, But like, that is what happens. And I can tell you, after the first time, that's exactly how I feel. I will yeah. also say that that game, after, after you get through that moment probably like maybe an hour or two after that is terrific. And I'm not a fantasy person. And I will also say that I'm not like when I played breath of the wild, I played through that almost like an action game. I didn't really do Mm -hmm. any crafting Mm -hmm. uh, or anything like that. I would go and level up and I would get like the master sword and stuff like that. But I didn't do, I didn't cook. I didn't do any potions or anything like that. I leveled up my character. Um, And I think that's absolutely a way that that game is intended to be played. When Mm -hmm. I went into Skyrim, I was I probably spent 40 hours just leveling up my smithing to max and like building the best armor and then playing through that game being like basically invincible. Joe is the exact opposite of me. I look at a sword. It's better. It's prettier. I pick it up. I continue on with my life. I have crafted very few things in that game. I think solely to get the achievements or to advance like the mm-hmm. fighters guild yeah, yeah. quest line. <laughs> I, uh, that's it. I did a lot more of that stuff, style stuff, uh, smithing in um, Oblivion. I think the amount of steel knives that I've smithed <laughs> my, in my Skyrim <laughs> life, and so my routine was absolutely: I need to go find a mine. I need to get as much metal as possible, and then I get enough leather, and then I would go there and do it until I don't have anything. Then I'd sell all that crap, and I would go and do it again. And then eventually I would go and get the uh, the Daedric armor and build that whole set. I had to go and get like yeah, the parts. I like the Daedric armor. Uh, but like I, my smith, if you go on any of my Skyrim game saves, like I am max level blacksmith, uh, and I have the best armor and the best sword and the best bow, uh, and then you just walk around like a tank. But that's how I play Destiny. I mm-hmm. with the Titan. Um, that's how I play See, Halo, but Halo. Is he, kind of here's the in. problem: I I do the Dark Brotherhood quest line first always mm-hmm. because I always go in for stealth, speed, and assassination when I make a character. I'm an assassin running around with a broadsword, though. Mm-hmm. I do my assassinations by boom. I oh, love it. Just chopping them down in the back, or just like shouting them to death, and so I <laughs> alert everybody and have to fight my way out. I love it. I love games that let you play any way you want. Yeah. You don't have to play this specific way, but your time's going to be a hell of a lot easier if you play it this way. I will yeah. say that in Skyrim, that is not a clear choice until you're about two or three hours into the game. Unlike like 
something that's so accessible like Breath of the Wild that it just yeah. you just pl- start playing the way that you want to play in Skyrim. Yeah. You're just like, okay, I'm standing in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, what do I do? Yeah. See, that's um, why I got into uh, Elder Scrolls Online so much is because that felt so much more like just kind of like you figure it out. Like you're there's this big expanse of world. You kind of figure out how you want your character to play or how you play or you know like you know that's that's what i why i think out of all of the games like because i played oblivion but i didn't i didn't play a whole lot of skyrim um that one i kind of passed over but then when elder scrolls online came out i jumped right into that right away and then for a while there, I was, like, playing it for hours every day. Like, any time I could get a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even, like, was teaming up with my cousin at one point who had bought an Xbox because he said on Facebook, he's like, you know, like, who, you know, what are my friends, who are my friends in here have, uh, you know, have are going to play Elder Scrolls Online and, and you know, who's, you know, what, what console are you on? And I said I was on an Xbox, so I'm actually the reason that he got an Xbox is because me and him then could play Elder Scrolls Online together. But, um, but yeah, I was playing that a lot. And I just, you know, I, I wish I had that kind of free time because I really do miss being able to stick time into games like that or like destiny or you know or whatever but i just i just can't because i'm you know like a lot of times when i go on and i play something a lot of times i'll maybe have like a half an hour an hour maybe at the most a lot of the time so like i those kind of games by the time it loads up and i figure out what i even want to do well now it's already you know, my free time is gone. I've got something else I got to worry about, you know. So I just, I just, my, my life isn't quite set up for that kind of stuff, <laughs> you know. And that's wor- what worries me about uh, Cyberpunk because I really, really want that game and I want to play it. But I'm probably going to be, it's probably going to take me like two years to finish it or to even, you know, finish at least just the main story. They did stuff. say that the I don't main know, story but... was shorter than The Witcher Three, which okay. Let's be honest, that's, that's a long nice. Story. Uh, that's but, good. But uh, Joe, just a side tangent, can we just make a video series of playing like the first half hour games and and just explaining how bad the opening of games are? So, <laughs> I I so a while ago, I kept trying to get people to go in on this idea with me is I wanted to watch a movie trailer. So the movie's not out yet, just whatever trailer, the actual like official trailer. And then I wanted to rate the movie based on the trailer. Be like, this is what happens. This is my rating for this movie. Knowing nothing, just presumptions. I think that same format should absolutely apply to be like, we're going to start a timer. You're going to be allowed to play 30 minutes into this game. And then you have to say whether or not you like it or not. I think, Absolutely, we should play the first thirty minutes of a lot of games and then see how it is. Well, let's do it. Let's add that add that I, to the list. So I guess I'm uh, playing Skyrim when the Xbox Series X launches. That's the, that's my first <laughs> game. I'm going to download Skyrim, the the old version, the not 360 the remastered. version. None of this remastered shit. 
get the get the 360 base version. 360 version, so I can look at some really bad pop in texture. Get the Switch version with uh, Link. <laughs> the Link outfit. <laughs> I will say to go back onto the Cyberpunk thing. Like the cool thing about Cyberpunk, though, and I'm not Corey. I'm not. I'm absolutely not saying that you're you, you don't want to play it or you don't want to play it at launch. Like you should not do that. I'm not trying to talk you into it. But as far as the time thing, like it's a single player game. So like the, the I. I feel different that like I get down on when I play Destiny because I'm if I don't do the upkeep keep of Destiny and then I want to play with friends I kind of feel like I've let them down by not getting a certain yeah. or not getting yeah. that's not going to be present with Cyberpunk which is like the exciting part for me I'm excited mm-hmm. I'm excited to play another single player kind of offline game that if I want to spend 30 hours doing bullshit side missions I can do that and it, it's not affecting like it's like we can still trade stories, but I'm not worried about being like, oh, I can't play with you because I'm not at that level or I'm, yeah. I don't have that mission or I didn't right. unlock that. Well, so yeah. that's the when I'm not playing Destiny, I think my plan was to play Gears Tactics and then move on to either Assassin's Creed or Cyberpunk, whichever. Like if it's if Cyberpunk's getting all these amazing reviews and everybody's saying how amazing it is, then like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to get it. But it, like, yeah, that hype train will be hit pretty well, hard. And- do we know that it's going to get the Series X upgrades right away? No, is it's it not. Get it's it? it's no, early series... 2021. Yeah, early. Okay. So, see, I mean, you're honestly, you're, it's, like, to be fair, you're almost, it's not even worth playing until that point. Because I, well, it's going to have, the, I mean, it's going to have, it's going to have, I mean, it looks small, incredible already. It, yeah. It's, they said it's going to have small Series X enhancements at launch, but the major enhancements are coming early 2021. Yeah. The rage. So, so it will have, next year. it will have okay. some sort of Series X function, functionality. Okay. So, I guess, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say I'm not excited for it. I just, I, it's not going to be a launch game for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's totally and that's totally fine. I'm just I'm really jonesing for something different this time around. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. buy the same games I always do. Like, hey, Halo or Battlefield coming out would have ensured that I was buying an FPS at launch. Yeah. But this is the first time since God probably the GameCube that I haven't bought a shooter at launch. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I am technically buying the Destiny expansion, but I pre-ordered that months ago. Yeah, uh, for the exclusive uh, in-game stuff. <laughs> I'm I'm really bad about in-game cosmetics, even if I'm not going to use them. It's like, oh, I really I really want these because I'm going to end up regretting not having it when everybody has the freeze tag <laughs> emote and is playing around on Europa. Yeah. So I'm weak. I'm going to buy it. I want the season pass up front. I don't want to pay every three months for one. Yeah. Uh, I, uh... So yeah, th- this is the first time I won't buy a full price FPS at launch unless they magically do Crossfire X's campaign on launch day. Then I will. That will absolutely be my launch game. Then yeah, if they yeah. do that, because I'll, I'll I get whatever I have to. For I cannot games. wait for that. Yeah. The the I way. Cannot wait. The thing is though, like the way you guys are about Halo is the way I am about Gears. <laughs> so like mm-hmm. Gears Tactics is the is like mm-hmm. the best possible scenario second launch game for me. <laughs> Well, and I'll be honest, like I, you know, like I love, I love Halo and I love Gears. I do, I do lean towards Halo a little bit more. Um, but the thing is, is like, for me, like Gears Tactics is kind of the way that I want to experience Gears. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. Like, I love like when me and Corey were playing through it, you know, I had fun, like 
you know, if you look beyond all the the BS glitches and crap that we had to deal with. But, <laughs> like, I like playing games, like, you know, like I, I've said multiple times, the reason I am an Xbox person for the most part is because, like, my, my gaming is mostly... Um, you know, like with people and, and I'm a, I'm a social gamer and Xbox is always focused on social gaming first and, you know, story driven kind of games kind of second, you know, like, I mean, they're definitely changing that. I feel like they're trying to focus on both now, you know, quite a bit. Um, but, but for me, yeah, like I, I don't know, like I just, I love, I love Gears and Halo, but like I really, really am looking forward to playing Gears in the tactics kind of way because, like, I because it's you know, like a lot of people like, um, what's the what's the um, uh, uh, what are the the tactic games that are the shooter, tech? yeah, XCOM. A lot of people like those. I I tried it and I just couldn't quite get into it. Um, I think, I think I, there's, there's at a, at a certain point, it becomes a little too complex that I, that it just kind of loses me in some ways where I just didn't, you know, I didn't, I just couldn't really enjoy it as much as other people. Um, but I, but Gears Tactics feels a little bit more like kind of entry level, I guess you could say. Like where uh-huh. where it doesn't matter it doesn't matter like how good or or how how much you know that type of game that you could probably jump in and just kind of figure it out. Whereas with XCOM for me, I not being used to that kind of game, I really was having a hard time kind of figuring out like you know how how things really work in that i'll be honest with uh uh, mutant year zero i kind of had some issues with certain things too where i wasn't quite quite sure what you know like what i what i was doing wrong that it just felt like i was that game is not doing very good at that game mutant year zero is incredibly difficult even on easy like it's 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 difficult but yeah gears Gears Tactics, from what I played, is just a more aggressive XCOM. Like, okay. the depth is there. Like, the customization options for each soldier is... It, it's ridiculous. Like, it, it's you can get so granular with, like, their armor and their... you can, Like, even cosmetically, you can go into, like, their eye color, their face shape, their hair... Like, their hairstyle. Like, it's... Okay. It's... Ridiculous! You could spend probably like two play sessions just customizing your troops, <laughs> just to go is it, into is that. Is it is it as hard as XCOM is? It, because um, see, like there was a difficulty to XCOM where I wasn't quite understanding things. Like, like I said, kind of like like uh, Mutant Year Zero was, where it just I didn't. It's wasn't quite sure. Like, it's definitely not as hard as Mutant Year Zero. Uh, okay. It's probably about on the level as XCOM, uh, but it rewards like it re- rewards you for being smart and aggressive. But you have to be both, or you're just going to get annihilated, type thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, well, Game Pass. I'm yeah. not paying 
for it. I'll yeah. be able to play it and see if see if I like it and you know or whatever. If it doesn't for some reason just doesn't do it for me, then so be it. I didn't have to you know waste sixty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Now that we're kind of like uh what an hour into the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I do you think people are going to jump on the on this box the way because like the the topic i thought the show was going to be about was like the playstation 5 event happened this way this week and they announced price and they announced games and they had you know the price and the pre-order debacle like i thought we were going to kind of talk about that a little bit and how it was going to compare to what xbox is doing now by the way controllers are 60 bucks for xbox i was shocked at those controllers didn't go up in price uh i think they actually went down in price by five dollars uh but how did you think the playstation 5 event went and do you think i mean do you think their prices are right do you think like xbox price wise is is gonna compete well with sony like what do you i mean what do you guys think i i I okay, so this was my thought. Like, I, you know, I obviously we won't really know the the full specs of it until these these consoles are being tested. But just on paper, and you know, a lot of people who know a heck of a lot more about uh, hardware and things like that have been saying that that you know this the Series X is going to be quite a bit more powerful than the ps5 and so when you put that into consideration i honestly i honestly think that that the um the margin of loss you know between the series x and the ps5 are are you know a lot less loss towards the ps5 if any i'm almost you know like so so I think I think yeah like what you're paying right now for the PS5 is is probably is fair but what you I would say I would say that what you're paying for the Series X is is a good deal whereas you know the PS5 is just fair um the discless one is definitely a great I think is a is a great you know like that's a that's a great deal because there's no way that a that a disk drive is worth a hundred dollars less, you know. So, so I mean, I I do think that that is definitely where their where their their best deal is. But I, we don't know yet whether that's got the the same amount of hard drive or not because they never really specified. I don't think on that. Um. So uh, that's it, what it I does have the same hard drive. It does. Okay. Yes. The same it's amount. the exact it's the exact same okay. console minus the 4k okay. drive okay all right because yeah they never really specified whether it had the same exact amount of hard drive space or any of that kind of stuff in it you know they just you know they didn't really touch on it at all but um so so yeah but then you know like and then i think the 300 dollars for the the series s i think is a is a good is a good deal. Um, I'm not quite sure if it's like an, like 
a really really good deal like i mean i think it is a good deal like you know like it is going to move consoles at that price i mean that you know that's an easy price to to take in you know but um you know like again you know we got to see we got to see these things kind of out in the wild being being used and stuff to really i think really get the the idea of them because you know like when you look at the specs of the series s and you see only like you know like the lower numbers of things and stuff like to just regular people it might seem like it is way too like underpowered but what we don't know is that it, it it's really a different like they they mentioned this i think at some point that uh someone did that like the difference between like even this the the one x and the you know the series s like it seems like it's very very low powered even compared to the series or the one x but it's a completely different system that you know like inside so like they're saying that the reason that this might be so much lower is because of the way that things are made. It doesn't necessarily need the teraflops, you know, that, that the, uh, the one X needed to do what it did. But, but, you know, like that's the thing though, is it's, it's really hard to say until we really get to see stuff, you know, happening and kind of to full circle to what we talked about in the beginning is I hope we do get to see some, stuff here before you know before they come out so but all in all i you know i definitely think that all the all the prices are at least fair to to you know a great deal so i'm curious if playstation had like slides of other prices mm-hmm. ready and mm-hmm. they were like waiting there's clearly so clearly a game of chicken happening like this like just the logistics of being like, we just got prices. I know seven week. weeks from launch, seven eight weeks yeah. from launch, and like we're just getting prices. It's that's kind of crazy for for something that's like a significant investment for people. Like, I, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it, a lot, of, especially like when you think about like kids and Christmas and stuff like that. Like, they got to start bugging grandma grandpa and their parents like way earlier and like they're like well how much is it be like i don't know be like where do i got it i'm like i don't know it's like well where do when does it come out be like we don't know like that's a lot of like i don't knows for like yeah. that that quickly so i'm curious like if and i think it's confirm i don't i don't know confirm confirm but like microsoft is taking a loss on the console and i think yeah. playstation is as well Especially if you consider like R and D and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious how much they wanted to charge because I I do think that Microsoft forced their hand. They could they can't charge more. If they would have charged a hundred dollars more per console, they would be it would. I don't want to say it's dead in the water, but we know what happened with the PlayStation mm-hmm. Three, and I don't think people would want to spend that much especially if there's a more powerful console for less and especially because mm-hmm. the games that people are looking forward to to place on playstation 5 well a couple of them are even coming to playstation 4 so why would you even, yeah, like, you know correct. people who are on the fence already are like why would i get a new console for spider-man or horizon when they're going to be on playstation 4 which shocked me by the way that horizon 
is coming. Mm-hmm. Yes. Spider-Man, yeah. not so much, because, I mean, it's already on an existing engine and stuff that runs on uh, uh, PlayStation 4, but, like, Horizon, like, just... I can't believe that game's coming to PlayStation yeah. 4. That game mm-hmm. must be closer than we think it is. I hate to say it, but, like, I... Because <laughs> I remember when we were talking about this and stuff, and, you know, like, when we got that first showing of the the PlayStation games, and what did I say to you guys off of off camera i said i'm not convinced that these games that they're showing couldn't be on the ps4 (laughs) like i was like i was like i don't think that like i think that they're gonna say that these games can will be on the uh, ps5 and can't won't be on ps4 only if they choose it to be that way, not that it can't be on the PS4. Well, I mean, that's, that's what that's I said. Every single console launch, we, though. Well, yeah, I, know, I know, but the, just the way they were making things, you know, the way they were coming at it, like you know, saying, "Hey, that we're, you know, we're, you know, making it seem like these games that they were gonna make were not gonna be, you know, for the new, the old consoles," and like, you know, I just was like, I just don't. I don't. I mean, it, so you can flip flop that for a second time. I'm going to yeah. devil's advocate with you for just a moment yeah. because I think that both them and Microsoft had contingency plans if the other did something. Mm-hmm. Like Sony always planned for those games because really Miles Morales and Horizon are being built in the exact same engines that they were on PS4. So it makes sense mm-hmm. they could run on that. Mm-hmm. I had Microsoft not announced, "Hey, we're going to put all our we're going to put our games on Xbox for the next year." That Sony would have come out and been like, "Hey, we don't believe in forcing you to upgrade." So yeah. for the first yeah. six months, all of our Sony exclusive titles are going to come, and next summer you're going to get Gran Turismo Seven as the first truly next gen game. We're going to let you ease into this. Either mm-hmm. way, it was a PR win for either company. Sony yeah. is still keeping that real close to the chest. Like mm-hmm. they sure they put it in the press release, but unless you go read that or you read it on gaming websites, you're not going to realize it. Yeah. Normal consumers are not going to see that. They're going to be like, "Oh, yeah. I have to buy a PS5 for these. I got to run out and get one of these opening day." Because I yeah. want Miles Morales. Because I want yeah. Horizon when it comes out. They're going to be in for kind of a rude awakening when they realize, oh, oh crap, Ratchet and Clank is next gen only. And that, yeah. but Horizon comes out after that and isn't. So <laughs> it's it's interesting how that line's going to get drawn. Xbox at least has been yeah. like, hey, for for at least the first year, like everything's going to be cross. I guarantee you that if Fable comes out next fall, it's going to come out one day after the one year anniversary, mm-hmm. so they can say, nope, we honored our yeah. commitment. Yeah, see, a game like that where we haven't had one in such a long time, I feel like they they would feel like they they would owe it to us to mm-hmm. to make that a true next gen game, just because they you know like we've been waiting so long that like you know like I would imagine most people are thinking, okay, well you've had so much time off between the last time you made one of these games that you have to have all this. You know all this stuff that you've you know that you've kind of been either sitting on or or you know like there's been conversations about and you know like it, that that you would imagine that this would have to it's got to be a a big game not necessarily in size but like it's just like like there's a lot to it and and I just don't think that. You know, like making it something that could technically run on on this gen's console would be a good idea. You know, for them to do. 
I mean, so I, I, again, playing devil's advocate, like I, I've heard people arguing that for a while now, like, oh, there's mm-hmm. no way the game like Fable or Avowed could come to the current gen. I want you to look me dead ass in the eye and tell me that Cyberpunk 2077 is being held back by current gen. Yeah. Like that, if you can make something look that good, like you could still do it. Not that I'm mm-hmm. saying I want it, but See, you can still feasibly do it. I would prefer a fully next gen experience, though, for a marquee mm-hmm. title like Fable. Yeah. Hell, I would have preferred it for Halo personally. To me, but, like to me, Avowed, I th- looked like an Xbox One game. I'm like, this is definitely coming to Xbox One. To I, me, so, so it's funny. Like Avowed was one of the first games when they put up the marketing stuff afterwards that was that did had no mention of Xbox One at all. That and Fable did not. Other games that had it, like we were talking about this a couple weeks ago, like have had that like conspicuously removed. Yeah. And I think Microsoft, like as they start to see their development timelines altered, the longer and longer this virus goes on, are like, okay, well, games are obviously, even if they're not saying it, games are being pushed even out of probably fall 2021 at this point Mm -hmm. to avoid crunch. I think it's a very tall order to hope to see Hellblade 2 next year at this point, considering we still have yet to see actual gameplay of that game. Mm-hmm. Like that's probably not coming next fall at this point. There's still a chance, obviously, but the fact they didn't show even another trailer at the Xbox uh, briefing in July, and it was just like, oh, here's a dev diary from Iceland. Yeah, that doesn't well really I, give me a whole lot of hope. Yeah. Well, I think I think the thing is too that we've got to remember, especially with Hellblade Two, is like they're they're focusing on the new Unreal Engine. For that game. Now they can make most of it already, but yeah. I still think that there's going to be a lot that they have to do over or test when they move it over into the next, you know, next so, thing that it probably yeah, would cool have like Unreal at least another is, year. Yeah, the cool thing about Unreal 5 is it's going to go commercial next summer. They're yeah. planning on the first big AAA games to come out probably end of summer 2021. And I do think that. Hellblade is likely going to be one of the first games that does that. Yeah. Um, but we have to remember, like, first-party timelines are going to be drastically altered right now. Like, I yeah. wouldn't be yeah. shocked if things like uh, Sackboy or Destruction All-Stars might have been planned to have been... Well, we know Sackboy's cross-gen, but I wouldn't have been shocked if Destruction All-Stars wasn't originally planned for PS4 this year, and they were just like, nah, let's hold it and put it out on PS5. That's mm-hmm. the one that surprises me you're not making cross-gen. Because yeah, I don't yeah. know how many people are going to buy that for a PS5, but... Yeah. I mean, I, the only I've thing is, arguing, is, like, launch games do well, right? It doesn't... Right. I've been I've been arguing for a while that I think that the launch game slate is far less important to people like us who already were going to buy day one, regardless if Halo came or not, mm-hmm. or regardless if Miles Morales came or not, as opposed to the casual gamer who's going to look at the games to come out this fall. They're going to see their friends playing it and be like... I need that, and that's what's going to compel them to purchase in Q1 and Q2, leading up to E3. Because mm-hmm. next spring is probably going to be pretty light on the exclusives for Xbox, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. If Flight Sim doesn't make it out this year, you got Flight Sim, and fingers crossed we get Halo. That's probably it, until yeah. E3. Other than that, because Psychonauts is a multi-plat. Yeah, a lot. I mean, Xbox Game Studios title. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is like a lot of studios they purchase are still making multi-platform games at some point. Psychonauts should be the final one of that, outside of anything Minecraft related. Um, because mm-hmm. they have been really quiet on if they're going to allow Outer Worlds when it gets a sequel to go to other platforms. I Microsoft is going to be like, nope, screw it, we want that too. Uh, we get we we let y'all have the first one because Private Division was publishing it, but we have the rights now. Nope, forget it. You want it? Play you on know, PC or 
Xbox. Yeah. Well, we in the box. in the way in the way Sony is playing their hand, you know, uh, business wise, very well. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll be honest, like it would really be stupid of Microsoft to not make it exclusive moving forward because right. you know Sony has been doing a lot of things that they're just kind of you know taking out from under you know Xbox kind of and I mean Sony has that they're, they're gonna have to start doing something but, similar to to compete when they own a studio like that though and they're not making money on the consoles yeah why why wouldn't it make sense for them just to release it with multi-platform and they're, they're well, making so, more money I mean yeah, that's. So I, I mean I, that's. Their, I definitely. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say that's their strategy on PC, yeah. right? Where like we're yeah. gonna sell the games on Steam, but if you have yeah. Game Pass, you can get it from the Microsoft Store, and like you're still we're still getting your money. Yeah. So, yeah, like, so I, I like that philosophy, and I mean it makes sense that it took. I can't believe it took this long to get games consistently on PC from Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just really weird to me. After how Halo Two and Gears did originally. I can't believe we weren't doing this at the beginning of the generation. Uh, we had a few isolated instances like Quantum Break and Sunset Overdrive, but it wasn't really until uh, not even Sea of Thieves until uh, Forza and Gears Five that we really started seeing day and date releases. Um, and now we're kind of seeing that on the backside. It's like, well, why isn't Flight Sim out? Uh, why why is Age of Empires being confirmed for same day? Like, I have my own conspiracies on Flight Sim that they simply just cannot get that thing to run on Xbox One acceptably. And they're just going to be hopefully like slip the news out like, hey, if you want to play this, you got to have a Series X or a Series S. Okay, thanks, bye. Um, But I think I think that game technologically, I think people I think people would understand that that's the reason is because that game you would you would think so, but gamers, uh, especially in there, are such a fickle bunch. You have no I I have no idea how people would react to that. To me, that's just more cannon fodder. Okay, smart smart people would understand. Yeah, The average person will understand. Non-console warriors will get it. Um, As for releasing other IPs from studios that you bought, I understand the argument to put them on other consoles, and I do think that it's the right thing to do if you purchase a studio with a game in development for other platforms or that is a sequel to something on other platforms like Psychonauts. Psychonauts mm-hmm. and Wasteland were they were crowdfunded before Microsoft bought Double Fine and In Exile, yeah. and they're like, okay, you're already really deep in development on these games. You've already publicly announced it for other platforms. We're gonna let mm-hmm. you finish those out. Yeah. If there's a Psychonauts three, that 100 is going to be exclusive to Xbox. If yeah. there's a Wasteland four, it'll be exclusive to Xbox and PC. Like they've yeah. been real coy about Outer Worlds because I mean, one, I. I don't even think they're in production on other Outer Worlds right now. I don't. Uh, they're still doing DLCs, but yeah. that is also something like Microsoft has been really clear. Like they they want those Bethesda style addictive gameplay loop games for them. That's why they're yeah. doing Avowed. That's why they're doing Grounded. That's why they're working on you know Outer Worlds content. So the only one to me that it makes sense and like let's let's not kid ourselves. Wasteland and Psychonauts are not going to be like games that sell three four million copies no. they'll be happy to sell two across the lifetime across three plat three or four platforms but something like minecraft for example you're going to keep bringing those games like minecraft dungeons is something new in that universe you're gonna bring that out there because it's minecraft you're gonna make yeah. such a shitload of money on anything with that name on it why wouldn't you do it i could well, care less if that's multi-plat yeah well and the the thing the thing is too that they've kind of said about that is 
you know, like they they didn't feel like a game like um, Minecraft or something like it would be fair to to lock that to a specific console because it's not the people who are buying the consoles who are playing that. It's their kids and their kids don't have a choice. Right. Well, it, it's know. not even that. It's that it already existed on another platform. So why yeah. wouldn't you yeah. continue to make that available? Like. I mean, I still conspiracy headphones. I think that when they release 4K ray tracing of Minecraft, it's going to be exclusive to Xbox for a while. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you want to make Series S the place to be like, hey, you can play all your free-to-play games or all your cheap games that your kids loves, like Fortnite and Minecraft and Apex yeah. the best way possible over here, you know, with Game Pass and things yeah, like that. Yeah, because, well, and kids aren't going to care about ray tracing you know, right. like that's the thing. And you you wanna you wanna give that experience to the people who are buying the consoles, not their kids. You know, their kids don't could care less about ray tracing. Like they're you know, like that's the thing is yeah, they could definitely hold something like that. And that's that's what I'm kind of circling around to. Like so I want to get my thoughts in on the SNX real quick on their pricing and compared to PS5. Mm-hmm. I think the S is a great bargain price console, like I said on our reactions, for mm-hmm. kids and families. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of parents are going to go out to the store. They're going to see that that's the cheapest console on the market, and they're going to buy that. That's what that's what little Timmy is getting from Santa this year is the thing that mom and dad could afford. <laughs> they're going to see something promoted like Game Pass or even like all like the all access deal, which I still think is really good. They're going to be like, okay, this is going to cost us more in the long run, but we're only we're paying for it kind of like a cell phone or, or like an HBO plan. We're paying you know twenty twenty five bucks a month. They're getting an entire library of games. We don't have to buy them a single game for two years. They can play their Warzone. They can play Fortnite. They can play Roblox. They can download all these games for free and play those. But they still have a library of games. And, hey, if mom and dad want to play a game after Timmy's gone to bed early, they can go on and play something like Dead by Daylight or, you know, play Box or something like that. They can still get their 4K media streaming through it because media streaming on that is going to be up res. They've confirmed. I will say that if little Timmy and his family gets an Xbox while their family walks in and says, like, this is the cheapest one and I don't get one on day one. I know. I'm, I'm going to be, be so, so mad. Okay. Well, I, I'm using it as a hyperbolic example. But, Timmy's yeah. going down. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So, in regards to that, I think that that's... I, that is... Uh, regardless if it's more powerful than the One X, which it is more powerful than the One X. They have completely different CPUs and GPUs. Like, it is actually more powerful even if it doesn't hit 4K. That's... That's fine. Not everything needs to hit 4K. This is targeted towards the people who do not care. Believe it or not, there are grown adults who do not care about hitting 4K. That is a console warrior thing, or people who mm-hmm. care about graphical fidelity beyond all else. You want that's to stay fine. in the loop, and you want to play the games that are coming right. out. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, that's perfectly fine. Like That's why we're buying it as our second one, and I'm not buying too many fridges on day one. But <laughs> I think, and I think that price point is super appealing. What I do think conflicts with that is when you look at the PS5 Digital Edition, which is the exact same specs for $100 less or $100 more than the Series S, it's like, then I think you have parents going, well, for 100 bucks more, though, we could get this. And we've heard all these great things about PlayStation for years. They have things that we might enjoy on this. And it puts out at the same, you know, hey, maybe like this and that. Like, I'm personally buying the Digital Edition as my second console. But mm-hmm. like, taking out that Blu-ray drive does actually save you that much money. 4K Blu-ray players mm-hmm. are still like two, three hundred dollars. That's yeah. a big deal to take that drive yeah. out. That a lot of people just aren't going to use. Media is going more and more digital and streaming. Again, mm-hmm. especially y'all telling me that there's an Apple TV app available on 
Xbox, which I didn't freaking know. Like it is officially, it is not available on the Xbox yet. God dang it! Well, in no, 4K, okay, for so 4K Blu-rays are the first um, physical uh, media that I have never bought a single one of yet. <laughs> so, huh? Did you buy HD DVD? I did. I did not. No. Of course you did, Corey. You, I got, you had the little I, add-on for Xbox, I got you? the first two Harry Potter movies. I got Polar Express, and I got... Uh, what else did I get? I think I got... King Kong I think I got... Dude. Yeah, I got King Kong. I got The Italian Job, and I got... Uh, there was one other movie that I got that was really bad. Because uh, <laughs> if you bought just, the add-on thing for the 360, you got five free movies plus King Kong in the box. Yeah. Well, Listen, I, I love my 4K Blu-ray. I'm one of a handful of people that was clamoring for that drive to be in these consoles. Yeah. I love watching those movies on my 1S right now. It's the cheapest player on the market by far. Uh, I really, really like it, but I do acknowledge it's not that popular of a medium except for cinephiles. So, like, that's kind of great for me, but hey, if you don't need it, the PS5 Digital Edition and the Series S, that, that's for you, man. If you don't want that disk drive, if you don't care about specs on paper to argue with Johnny down at the store, then you're good. You know, if you're not planning on getting into a Twitter fight or, you know, a reset era <laughs> argument, I think you're okay. <laughs> but these consoles, even at $500, for no matter which one you go with, PS5 or Series X, they are, they are a steal for the specs in them. You cannot build a PC for that with those specs for under $1,000 right now at this exact moment in time. These are comparable with current, well, before the 3080 was announced, these were comparable with mid-spec PCs. And yeah. that's just, that that's great. Like, you really don't need a whole lot more power than that. Even the most powerful PCs really aren't giving you that much more right now than what you can achieve on those consoles. That gap will grow the farther we go into this generation, as it always does. But this is the closest we've ever been to having PC par PC console parity. Mm -hmm. and, and so, I, I mean, I think if you're looking at that, the ser like I think the services are better on Xbox personally. It is mm -hmm. undeniable at this point that PlayStation has the better exclusives, in my opinion. Like, if you want those intense story-driven games, if you largely play by yourself, I think PlayStation is the absolute perfect one for you to pick up first. I cannot in good conscience say, if you're looking at games this fall, based on what's coming to both of them exclusives-wise, you should not invest in a PS5 first. But yeah. I think Jesse hit, really hit on this earlier. If you care about multiplayer games, if you care about value, you care about service, I think you're going to go Xbox ultimately. Like That's why I, I'm going to speak for myself here. That's why I'm still going is I'm so locked into that Game Pass ecosystem right now. I'm so locked in on Destiny with my friends. I want to play my multiplats on there because I enjoy the controller more. Like Things like that matter to me, even with a new DualSense controller that looks like it's going to play a lot like the Switch Pro controller. I still really, really like the Xbox ecosystem. My friends are staying in it. I'm staying there. My girlfriend likes playing there. I have no reason to switch right now. I'll pick one up for the exclusives in the spring. There's no way I'm going more than six months without playing Miles Morales. But right now, like when it comes down to it, I don't think you can go wrong with either of these consoles at this price point. The differences are going to be so minuscule for the first two to three years on multi-platform games that, like, sure, PS5 doesn't have the teraflops. Teraflops don't matter that much. I'm going to be completely mm -hmm. honest. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, all in how well, like I was saying. Teams. Yeah, like I was saying, it really, the thing is, is we're looking at a completely different setup 
compared to what the you know the PS4 and the the P in the the One X and stuff was. So it's like it's there's some differences to whether that matters as much. Yeah, there's differences, but I would also argue that as close as these consoles are to PC, this is also probably the closest that these two consoles have ever been in power. Because the original Xbox was more powerful than the PS2. The PS3 was technically, on paper, I think a little bit more powerful than the 360. The PS4 was more powerful than the base VHS-looking Xbox One. The One X was more powerful than the PS4 Pro. It's always been back and forth. There's always going to be a slight power difference, and honestly, it's all in teams how they want to optimize it. Like, Assassin's Creed isn't even trying at this point. They're like, well, we're aiming for 30 frames. Yeah. Congratulations. You're aiming for 30 frames on a machine that can go up to 120. Like, that says more about you than this console. I mean, Assassin's Creed Odyssey runs at higher frame rate than that on the One X. Well... That's what they've said, and so I'm like, well, no, I I know cool. that. That's Thanks why I'm waiting. That, that's that's yeah. I'm like, I'm purchasing a console. Most games are going to run at sixty frames. I'm expecting I'm expecting Assassin's Creed to run at sixty frames a second, and you're telling me it's thirty. And... Well, I I thought I thought that this last um the last show that they had, they said that it was going to be sixty. On the new consoles. If there is, I haven't seen it. Yeah, either. I haven't seen it either. But whatever. Because it wasn't at the last show. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I, I don't just, know. It very well could have changed. But I mean, the amount of game, we're, I think we're making a bigger deal out of 120 frames that these consoles can go up to than we should be right now. There's going to be approximately two games, at, three games at launch, excuse me, that can go up to that. And that is Dirt 5. Uh, uh, Orient the Will of the Wisps and the multiplayer in Gears Five. That is well, it. Well, the problem is, is I've you know now that I've switched over to playing on on a um, you know on a computer screen versus a TV. Like mm-hmm. all I need, all I honestly need is sixty frames. Yeah. Um, because I want four K. Because like when I'm playing on this and I switch it to anything lower than four K. It is a very noticeable difference, and I do not like. <laughs> there is there is a massive <laughs> gulf between 4K and 1080. Yeah, like that. It, 4K it literally is double the resolution. Like it, yeah. there is a big difference mm-hmm. between 2K and 4K. I think there's less. Like I personally, I really like the option of the S, even for people who are techies, because if you're targeting targeting the most stable frame rates, that's probably where you're going to get it because. It's going to be a lot of games will be locked at 1440, 60 frames. And it still has the power to go up to 120. And I think that's remarkable for that small box. There's no wrong answer here for what you want to play. Like, I really think the 1S is targeted towards those families, towards little Timmy, towards uh, Game Pass Gary, like whoever you want to call it. That's who it's it's targeted towards. (laughs) The Series X is, it's targeted towards uh, Reset reset Your Own (laughs) and people like that who want to argue with with Sony fanboy 420. Like, that's who... That's who these consoles are targeting. You're getting Timmy's hopes up. Timmy, if you're listening, we can't promise you. Dude, if Timmy and Gary get boxes before any of us do, they're going down. Just saying. There are audiences for each of these boxes. I really like what Microsoft and Sony are doing. They're lowering the entry price to next gen, which is something neither of them have ever done before. Microsoft tried it once with the arcade unit uh, during the Xbox 360, and everyone found out 
No, you need a hard drive like almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five hundred twelve yeah. megabytes nowhere even on yeah, that the, console. Those little plug-in memory cards weren't. Yeah, I it's, yeah. I have one of those. I found it in my old uh, <laughs> box. I was going through it the other day. Uh, Talking to Corey, I, I found it. I meant to send you a picture of it. I found my but, perfect uh, dark zero faceplate too, and my parents. Oh jeez! Oh my god! You remember? You remember customizable little faceplates for the 360? Yeah, those I thought cool. that was I had the wood grain thing one. I'd ever seen when they showed it, and I saw them in stores like maybe twice. Oh, they were all over. Toys I had R Us the blue yeah, ones. At one point, they were on clearance at Toys R Us for like three dollars a piece. Did you buy a bunch of them, Corey? No, I didn't. I got the I got the perfect Dark Zero and the Final Fantasy Thirteen one. <laughs> I that shows you how much I know about those. I didn't know they made any past the launch year. Yeah, they. they... So yeah, yeah. I honestly don't even remember those <laughs> at all. But like, I I was I still, Elijah, I was still PC gaming at that time, though. Mostly, like I did get a sixty-four, but I was mostly I was mostly focused on PC stuff yet at that time. <laughs> so, like, I guess ultimately, wrap up my thoughts. Like, I don't think there's any wrong console to buy if you're looking at any of them. Yeah. But even if you want to stay within just PlayStation, or you stay just within Microsoft, like, there's really no wrong way. And the fact that XCloud has expanded to you know to Android, and they're mm-hmm. aiming to have it on other screens, like, I wouldn't be surprised to see. You know, Game Pass streaming on PC, a la Stadia, pretty soon, or, or you know, Samsung other, TV. <laughs> yeah, through honestly through Samsung TV. Yeah, I got really hopeful when they added support for the Xbox Game Pads last year for Apple Arcade, and then the adaptive controller earlier this year. You're like, oh my god, if I can get a Game Pass app through my Apple TV 4K box, like awesome. I'm not even going to buy a second Xbox at that point. But obviously, that's not happening. So, because yeah. you're telling me I can get an Apple app through my Xbox eventually, but not on my Apple TV. Gotcha, guys. Uh, the, the barrier's never been lower, though. If you have a Samsung, if you have a Samsung phone, you can or a tablet, you can just boot it up right now, or an Android phone all together, I guess. So, it, it's great. I play play wherever you want, play whatever you want. The end. There's value to everything. Yeah, I will. I will own both boxes eventually yep. but like, I, I mean on yeah. both within the first six months frankly yeah that's I, my goal at this point i'm like look i said i would buy a, a playstation 5 when horizon com- came out and it's still probably looking like what's gonna happen mm-hmm. yeah my my goal was horizon at the latest and now with god of war coming next year it's like okay i need to get one before like long before either of those games because i think it's going to get increasingly harder i don't think supply supply chain issues will not be resolved next year this is going to continue to be an issue yeah next year yeah this is yeah they're i think they're saying like at least november october of next year that that we're still gonna be doing living life the way we are right now. They're, they're gonna be playing, and I mean, so like in America, yeah, like the supply chains are starting to recover now, but they're still warning, like you know, we got to be really cautious with this, and I don't know, well, like so, like Sony, for example, is booking sixty seven thirty sevens to ship consoles by air to the U.S. to make launch, like. I don't know if you guys have ever shipped anything by overnight air or overseas. It's insanely expensive just for one small package. They're paying a small king's ransom to get consoles here in time. Mm-hmm. Is well, it? Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Didn't they say like Sony was like flying seven forty sevens full of Playstations over here at some point or something? That, that's what I just said. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, they're, 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 sorry, I was making sure my Wario 64 notifications were being pushed towards my phone. Oh, yeah, I, I check that obsessively every time I go to the bathroom at this point. So. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's crazy like what they're trying to do to get these here. Because if you ship something on a boat, it takes like over a month to get here, at least. So who, who knows what's going to happen here? Uh, just God willing, everybody gets a console ordered on Tuesday. Hey, if I don't get either one, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to cry. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I will settle for one of them. If I can get one of them, I'll settle for it. If I can't get either, I'm going to freak out. I'm going to find out where Game Pass Gary lives, and I'm going to take him down. <laughs> you take Game Pass Gary, I got Timmy and his family. Yeah, his whole family. Yeah, just, his whole family. If, you, if your name well, is Timmy, we know that his parents have the money, but Timmy's the value. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if, if guys, if, uh, if, 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 you are, if you're named Gary or Timmy and you need somebody to talk to, do not talk to Colonel Panic or Corey. Do not share your location. <laughs> with them i'm gonna step further don't talk to me yeah in general regardless if you're timmy or carrie yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go i'm gonna conversation i'm gonna go to but, best hey. buy and hop on the uh on the uh Dude, the, if, the intercom if but i don't Timmy, get... please come to hey, at least there's one guy we don't have to deal with right now and that's halo herald okay <laughs> halo herald <laughs> Dude, I, 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 I say that in jest, but I, I have genuinely seen a lot of people that Dude, I online if, be like I'm not upgrading until Halo has a date. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be so upset if I don't get like this is this is the first time I've actually been upset. Like I took I took a yeah, day off. Ever? Work. Yeah, ever, just ever. I'm gonna be so upset if I don't get one of these stupid boxes. I, like, I liked it better when everyone hated <laughs> Xbox and it was really super easy to get things. <laughs> it's like. Like, uh, I took the day off to go stand in line to pre-order my Switch, and then I went to go stand in line to purchase my Switch, and that was like, I was like, I'm never doing this again, but now I'm like, I'm feeling it, man. I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen, guys. So We're scared. all going to get one. It'll be all right. <laughs> Judgment Day, yeah. man. Like, I feel like I'm in the end of the first act, or the first half of Lame Is, when all the characters are singing about what's going to happen during the revolution the are next we- morning. Are we all Bill kind Spencer of? Bill in... Spencer listens to this, and he's gonna make sure. We... Yeah, Phil. Look, <laughs> Phil. Can. You, you and I, we're we're pals, right? We play Forza. We play Destiny together, right? We're 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 fire team pals. All right. Look, I know I know you've just got boxes sitting on your shelf. Literally, we saw it. Yep. Somebody circled it in an IGN video. You never guess what he had on his shelf. Just just look. <laughs> we're your favorite podcast. I will give you. I will. I will mail you five hundred dollars cash for one of these boxes, Phil Spencer. I won't, Phil. <laughs> Phil, come on. At least, come on. At least, at least do it in a cashier's check. So that. that yeah. No, I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send it all in pennies. Just <laughs> if I can't pre-order one. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna mail this big box full of pennies to. The Microsoft Corporation, attention, Phil Spencer. It's just going to be a box of pennies. <laughs> 50,000 pennies. Truck. A truck full. Just a truck. Truck backs up. Yeah, f- Phil, like, listen, we're, we're homies. I know you listen to the show. I know you tune in the Fireteam chat every week with the Earl himself. Yes. But, uh, not Fireteam Jack. God, Tower Casuals. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. The Superior Destiny show is the Tower Casuals here on Boss Rush Games. Hey, every, hey, every Colonel, Colonel. Friend, there's a Friday. there's a seat open on Tower Casuals now. Do you want to, you want to be a? Yeah, that's fine. 
I, I know you listen to listen. I've been drinking. Okay, um, <laughs> it's been a long week, everyone, and these, these pre-order anxieties are not helping at all. But listen, what do I have to do to whom in order to get one of these consoles? <laughs> this can get not for work real fast. Do I need to buy new knee pads? Like, is this is this is where this is going? <laughs> What do, what do I got? What do I got to do? Oh man, I'm gonna try to buy two or three of these consoles. <laughs> easy to get. I'm, just, I'm like, just, it sounds like an overreaction. We saw the Crossroads crew when they they're getting ready to record and then pre-orders go up. Like, I'm just genuinely terrified that there somebody is gonna break the embargo and all hell is gonna break loose. It won't happen. If that happens, does Microsoft just keep the consoles for themselves then? I mean, no, is, I are know. we okay? So, are we all in agreement that Best Buy is probably the best way to go about this? Yes. In store pickup for Best Buy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think if you if you if you it depends on if you want to get the console day one. as soon as possible, yeah. Best Buy is probably going to be your best bet. I want to pick. Yeah. It up I would rather get it from work. Best Buy for in store pickup than have to sit there by my door all day waiting for my online GameStop or Amazon order just to get the email of, your console may not arrive day one due to shipping and COVID-19 related restrictions. Okay. I mean, well, in all and... fairness, though, we just went from talking about, let's just, we hope that we just get one and that there's no issues. So yeah. I don't care how it comes like, to listen, me. Listen, if, if I have to wait, I'll wait. But if yeah. I have to, if I get a preference, I want in-store pickup. I don't yeah. want to sit there because I think sitting there waiting like Scott Pilgrim by my door no. is even worse. I have another. I have another question. I, n- I don't care. I don't care how long this podcast is. It, does Best Buy charge you right away? No. They, so they'll do a credit authorization check, and it'll the hold will stay on your account for two, three days, and then it'll fall off, and then they'll charge you again a couple days before pickup. They they periodically charge you throughout that process. Oh yeah, they they keep checking to make sure you have the money in the account. So. Make sure you have like six hundred bucks just hanging out there. Yes. So the short answer is yes. Yes, but no. But yes. Hmm. Hmm. Amazon does not. I, I know Amazon does not. Does not. Games. Uh, yeah. GameStop. Sh- GameStop and Amazon both charge you when it ships. Um, Best Buy will keep doing the credit checks, but we're so close to release. I don't see them doing more than maybe one during that period. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then they'll ship. The, they'll charge you when they ship the console or when you pick it up in store. Is when the charge will go through on your card. Uh, other places like uh, Target, I don't believe charges you until it ships. They do the same credit check as Best Buy. And God only knows about Walmart. I don't shop at Walmart, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I I just had one more thing quick to touch on. Okay. So so. Let me get this right. So, if for twenty four dollars a month, if you decide for twenty four months, if you decide to do the paying paying route, that includes the console and uh, Game Pass Ultimate, right? Yes. Okay. Now, Game Pass Ultimate is fifteen dollars a month, correct? Yes. Okay, so. So technically, if you really want to get technical with it, the amount you're paying per month for 24 months, if you are already going to get Game Pass, you're technically only paying $10 for 24 months for the console, which comes out to 240 So you're technically saving a little bit of money 
buying the console that way. Yeah, saving you, sixty. You will, bucks. Yeah, you'll technically save a little bit of money if you do all access either way. Yes. If you plan on getting the two years of Game Pass, the only thing so I caution that, people against with doing that, like I think it's a great option for those who can't fork out the three or five hundred dollars respectively at launch. Yeah. But if you have the money to and you still want to use Game Pass, mm-hmm. unless it's the only avenue left, which it is highly yeah. likely it could be, yeah. I'm fully prepared to have to pay thirty five bucks a month for two years for my Series X if I have to. Yeah. But if you have the money to, I would recommend, honestly, buying the console first, especially if you've never upgraded to Game Pass and you have a current gold subscription. They are still doing the $1 deal right now. Switch switch that bad boy over now. And there are almost always deals on Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have bought three months for 20 25 bucks more times than I can count. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I have, stack, I have just stacked those codes up, so I'm going to yeah. Game Pass through, like, June 2022, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, this this and, and they have confirmed this will tack two years on to anything existing you already have. So, yeah, that's it's still a great deal. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, if you're mm-hmm. going by actual suggested retailer amount, it's great. There's almost mm-hmm. always sales on Game Pass, and you're nuts if you're going to tell me there's not going to be some sort of deal when Series X and Series S release for Game Pass. Like, get six months for the price of three or something, like mm-hmm. some wacky thing. Get a full year for six months. It's, we don't have hardly any games right now. Like, just mm-hmm. jump over and you'll be ready for Halo. I could see them doing like Game pa- all Game Pass members get access to us on um, Series X and Series S get access to a Halo Infinite multiplayer beta. Like, yeah, you want well, to move consoles day one? That'll move you some consoles. Would, could you imagine too if they were just like uh, all of a sudden, you know, the games with the gold? They're just like, here you go. Here's uh, Master Chief Collection. <laughs> Just give the Master Chief collection away for free. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they're gonna do, they're gonna do something. I think with these boxes, and I think I think Jesse's prediction on by the time this posts, the, Monday will already passed, and so will pre-orders. Uh, or Actually, just pre-order by the time this posts, pre-orders will not have gone live yet because it posts on oh, oh God Tuesday oh, morning God. at seven a.m. Eastern. So you guys can listen to this in line, listening to us freak yeah. out and. Increasing yeah. your own existential dread. Yes, <laughs> I like how we just Listen did like to this a t- while you're fervently hitting F five. I like how we just did a two and a half hour show about us freaking out about pre-orders on this stupid box. <laughs> That's literally the whole show. Just call it the before. Yeah, uh, man, I'm thinking about just doing like a like a half hour segment that like after we, somebody pre-orders it and anybody who got their pre-order just come on and talk about their pre-order experience for a, like a half hour. I I will I will legitimately get on the internet at my friend Matt's house if I have to do that. I will do it. I'll be on the internet cuz I'll be technically at work, but I work from home so it doesn't really matter. I I will join mobile to freak out. <laughs> oh man, I'm dude, I'm stressed out now. I'm like I, I'm. I listen. I'm on my second vodka of the show. Okay, it's almost gone. This is. It has gone increasingly downhill. Okay, there's, there's two. I was afraid of this. There's two beers in the fridge. I might just chug them before I go to bed so I can sleep tonight. <laughs> I yeah. I I still have more cleaning and packing to do tonight. the The room of disaster has somewhat cleared, but there are boxes stacked directly behind my chair right now that I'm going to have to move before I can pivot. 
Oh, man. This is well, the last time. Yeah. I promise this is the last time I have to talk about my boxes. <laughs> yeah. Ten uh, days. Ten well, days, my friends. Uh, we are going to wrap the show here. I want to thank everybody for watching live on Twitch uh, this Sunday night. Uh, if you are listening to us on podcast services and YouTube, consider checking us out live on Sunday nights if you can. If not, you can head over to YouTube or our website or podcast services on Tuesday mornings where you can listen to this show while you are in line to pre-order your Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) If you are Game Pass Gary or Little Timmy, please write in. We want to know how your experience went this this weekend. (laughs) Share your location data with us, too. Yeah, yeah, uh, subscribe to our family of shows. Check out our other podcasts, whatever, all that, all that stuff. I, my brain is not working. Uh, Jesse, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me almost everywhere is phantom and X S Joe, where can we find you? I'm going to do it differently. I'm going to say K three R N L underscore panic on Twitter. That's the best place. Colonel panic. Yeah. Check the notes. Uh, check the notes. Josh, where can we find you? <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Josh underscore Finn. That's been with two ends as always. And you can follow me to see my lifetime emotional breakdown while I'm in line on Tuesday morning. <laughs> it's, you can I'm listen gonna, to this pod and subsequently follow my Twitter feed for an existential crisis I'm just that gonna will live, surely set in. I'm going to live tweet everything. on. T- yeah. uh, I, I am too. I See, I would say I'm going to live tweet, but I'm paranoid of Best Buy going live while I'm doing that. Yeah. And I'll be mobile, so... Um, yeah, I, God, dude, I'm just, I'm so worked up. Also, Thursday nights, Tower Casuals, guys, come join us. Far less existential dread Earl, on that pod. Mm-hmm. Earl, did Earl, did Earl finally follow you? Oh, oh my God, I was saving this for the Tower Casuals this week. Earl of Sandwich finally followed me back this week, guys. On <laughs> Friday, they followed me back. They listened to the episode because they wanted to know what I would do. Because Corey said that he would go to Earl's Sandwich right now if his wife didn't wasn't going to prevent him. He would fly to Florida for it right now. <laughs> and I said I would go to war against the armies of Subway, Jersey Mike's, and the dreaded Quiznos. And gave them a Lord <laughs> of the Rings gift. And I subsequently was rewarded with a follow from the world's greatest hot sandwich. Yes. Nice. Yes. It's great. It's a magical moment that is being amplified by the uh, copious amounts of uh, adult liquor in my system. <laughs> Versus the I child's did. liquor that's in the, in the other room. Okay, yeah. so listen. When I was a child, my, my grandma was not always the greatest parent. She took me to the liquor store with her, okay? Just put me in the cart. There were no seats in the liquor store cart. She just put me in there. She'd go in there and she'd buy several bottles of boxed wine, okay? She called Franzi other good stuff. That stuff's basically toilet wine, Okay. And we came home, and my aunt was over and was like, so what you and grandma do today? I was like, we went to the store and bought grandma's juice. And my grandmother then had to explain to my aunt that boxed wine is grandma's juice in my terms. (laughs) Just great, wonderful things you're teaching a (laughs) four-year-old. Great parenting skills, Mom. I love you. Please don't ever listen to this episode. In Wisconsin, where I'm at, you you can probably drink uh, drink alcohol at five years old as long as your parents give them to you Jesus. <laughs> at the bar. Jesus, jeez. Oh, All right, I, you can find me at Core in HD uh, on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on Nintendo Pavlock and Tower Casuals. Uh, check out our family shows. Go to our website, BossRushGames.com. Like, subscribe, share, rate, review, all that good stuff. Uh, check out our new art. Very proud of the thumbnails and stuff so 
Actually, I don't really care. Just download the show, rate it. That's all I want. That's really all I want is downloads and numbers and ratings. That's all I want. If you're rating us less than five stars, don't bother. Uh, I hope everybody out there gets their console of choice if they pre-ordered it. And uh, yeah, good luck. Good luck if you're listening to this on Tuesday. Good luck, everybody, today for getting your pre-order. And we will catch you next time on Arsenal X where we throw up the X. Because <laughs> we're panicking about getting these damn boxes. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>